0: It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. Hello and welcome to another week of our podcast. And this time we're taking a look at the week of February 20th until 24th. Jesus, nearly time for the summer holidays and Christmas will be around again before we know it. Birds on guitars and on drum cymbals. But it's not what you think. It happened this week in music history in 2010. The greatest metal album ever arrives in 1986. Would you agree with that? And Dolores O'Riordan in trouble this week, seven years ago. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. In 2010, this very week, an event was staged at the Barbican in London where 40 zebra finches made music by landing on guitars and cymbals. From the telly some 13 years ago. Musical, there's so much to look at. There's live birds in a gallery, which is really exceptional. Musician Bobby Gillespie, who leads the band Primal Scream, heard about it from colleagues. The birds are probably better musicians than most musicians. Gillespie thought this would inspire his children. It could encourage them to think that, you know, anybody can make music. You know, even like a a little bird jump in a a, a electric guitar, you know. 1986, Metallica gave the world their third album, the highly influential Master of Puppets. Now, a lot would say that this was the best metal album of all time. Would you agree it was also the last Metallica album with bassist Cliff Burton on? And, of course, it gave us... To 2014, a statue of a weeping Kurt Cobain was unveiled in Aberdeen, Washington, which was the hometown of the late Nirvana frontman. The statue saw Kurt Cobain crying a single tear. And do I detect a sense of distaste from this television anchor? Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of Nirvana, was a well-known heroin addict who shot himself nearly 20 years ago. Tonight, his hometown of Aberdeen is honouring him. South Bureau Chief Drew Mickelson is live at the Kurt Cobain Day celebration that some in Aberdeen say should not be happening. Just about to unveil a new statue of Kurt Cobain. Some folks would like to hide that part of this town's history. But not the mayor He says now is the time To celebrate this Controversial rock star Zipping through a week In a matter of minutes This week in music history The podcast Having a birthday this week From the band The Stranglers The brilliant John jacques Morel In more recent years Whenever the band Would go out and gig well it was a slightly quieter affair than those very early days. Um well it's yeah it's less it's less mental it's less violent. We don't get picked on anymore or attacked and uh, because people come to see us for well, I, I suspect they they know what they've got a better idea of what to expect than in days past. Imagine this 1967 Pink Floyd are working on their debut album The Piper at the Gates of Dawn at Abbey Road Studios in London. Also in Abbey Road And at this very, very time in 67, recording the giant piano chord for the very end of A Day in the Life. I've talked about it many times on the podcast, talked about it many times on the radio. Please tell me you've seen the documentary about The Wrecking Crew. This was the band of session musicians who played on just about every record you ever loved from a particular time period. But in 2012 this week, the session player Billy Strange died at age 81. There's a great story here about his work on Elvis Presley's A Little Less Conversation. They put it out as a single, and I think it got as high as 20 on the charts and then died. And I didn't hear anything about the song for, what, only 40 years or thereabouts, watching Ocean's Eleven. George Clooney and she elbowed me and said, that's your song. It was used in the world soccer matches. It had been, they had forced the release of the remix and it was number one in the world. Worldwide, not just number one in Europe, but worldwide. And I hadn't even heard it until she told me about it. Speaking of Elvis Presley, in 1972, this week, after nearly five years of marriage, Priscilla Presley moves out. The divorce came in 1973. Priscilla remembers. And I realised that I don't know who I am. I mean, my my considerations were his considerations. My fears were his fears. My likes were his likes. Um, in a conversation, I found myself revealing things that he would say to me that... And I did not divorce him because I didn't love him. He was the love of my life, truly. If anything, I left because... And I still loved him. I needed to find out what the world was like, really. It was one world. And to 1985 we go when The Smiths scored their first UK number one album, Meat Is Murder. And back in 1985 and on the telly... The Smiths, in rehearsal for their tour, which begins next week... And the man at the microphone, well, I used to know him as Stephen. But now they call him Morrissey. To some people, Morrissey is the Smiths. Which is really pretty unfair, considering there are four people in the band and considering that they can't do much out there without good drumming and bass playing. Do you two ever get annoyed at the attention given to Morrissey? Um, no, not really. I think he deserves the attention he gets. Um... Oh, oh, come on, come on. There must be a little sometimes when you think it's all, all Steve, all Steve Morrissey up there. You you? Well, we know that we're appreciated so I mean, But I mean obviously if we, if we don't do interviews And we're not on the TV Like every hour like Morrissey crazy, <laughs> This week it? in music history The podcast In 1975 Led Zeppelin gave the world Their sixth album Physical Graffiti Recording sessions had been Slowed down because John Paul Jones had said I think I'll quit the band There's a nice gig going as choir master At Winchester Cathedral so he took some holidays and said, no, I won't take the choir master's gig. I'm back in form. I'll, I'll stick with Zepp for another little while. Mind you, it was hard work being in a band like Zeppelin back then as Jimmy Page tries to convince us. <laughs> Say one week, we'd probably have five shows in it. And each of those shows would be minimum of three hours long. Uh, that's some serious workout, both, both musically and physically. And... The, it, it gets to the point where people will go, oh, that was really excessive that they had a plane. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't because it meant that you could stay in New York, unpack your suitcase, and you could be based in New York while you flew into Philadelphia and you flew to Washington. and you, It was uh, quite a workout. Finally, seven years ago, in 2016, Cranberry singer Dolores O'Riordan was ordered to give six grand to charity after headbutting a guard on being arrested at Shannon Airport two years previous when taken off a flight after an air rage incident. On the TV in the US, singer Dolores O'Riordan was arrested following a flight from New York to Ireland after she allegedly assaulted an airline staffer and then she headbutted the cop who tried to arrest her. The 43-year-old singer was removed from the plane after it landed at Shannon Airport. She was taken to a local hospital but is still in police custody. And that is a look at This Week in Music History from February 21st until 24th. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks a lot for checking out the podcast. Tell your friends, the more the merrier. It's a week in less than 10 minutes always. This Week in Music History. A week in less than 10 minutes.